ಶ್ರೀಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸರಸ್ವತಿಯ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀ ಸದ್ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಸಮಸ್ತಜನಕಲ್ಯಾಣೇರತ ಕರುಣಾಮಯ ನಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯ ದೇವಗುರು ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿತ್ವರ ಮನೋಜವಾರುದತುಲ್ಯವೇಗಂ ಜಿತೇಂದ್ರಿಯ ಬುದ್ಧಿಮತಾಂಬರಿಷ್ಟ ವಾತಾತ್ಮಜಂವಾನರಯೂತಮುಖ್ಯಂ ಶ್ರೀರಾಮದೂತ ಶಿರಸ ನಮಿ ಸಂತೋಷಿಣೀ ಜಗನ್ಮಾತ ಮಮ ಸೌಭಾಗ್ಯವೃದ್ಧೇ ನಮಸ್ಕರೋಮಿ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನವರದ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವ ಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಕೃತ ವಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತಣವಾಯ ಶುದ್ಧಜ್ಞಾನೈಕಮೂರ್ತ ನಿರ್ಮಲಾಯ ಪ್ರಶಾಂತಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮುಕ್ತ ನಮಃ ಮೂಕಂ ಕರೋತಿ ವಾಚಾಲ ಪಂಕಂಘಯತೆ ಗಿರಿ ಯತ್ಕೃಪಾತಮಹಂ ವಂದೇ ಪರಮಾನಂದಮಾಧವ ಸಚ್ಚಿತಾನಂದಯ ವಿಶ್ವೋತ್ಪತ್ತಿಹೇತವೆ ತಾಪತ್ರಯ ವಿನಾಶಾಯೀಲಾಂಬುಜಶ್ಯಾಮಳಕೋಮಳಂಗಂ ಸೀತಾಸಮಾರೋಪಿತಮಾಮಾಸಾಯಕಚಾರುಚಾಪೀರಾಮೃಘುವಂಶನಾಥ್ವೆಲ್ತ್ ವರ್ಷ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಉಚ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಪರಂ ಧಾಮ ಪವಿತ್ರ ಪರಮಂ ಭವಾನ್ ಪುರುಷಂ ಶಾಶ್ವತ ದಿವ್ಯಂ ಆದಿದೇವಮಜಂ ವಿಭುಂ ಆಹುಸ್ವಾಮೃಷಯಸ್ಸೇವರ್ಷಿರ್ನಾರತಸ್ತೋಲೋವ್ಯಾಸೋಚ್ರವೀಷಿ ಮೇ ಮಾಂಬದಿ ಕೇಶವ ನಿ ಭಗವನ್ ವ್ಯಕ್ತಿ 
ಸ್ವಯಮೇವಾತ್ಮನಾತ್ಮಾನೇತ್ಮೂತೇಶಗತ್ಪತೆ ವಕ್ತುಮರ್ಹಸ್ಯಶೇಷೇಣಿಯಾಖ್ಯಾತ್ಮಿಭೂತೋಕಾಪ್ಯತಿಷ್ಟಸಿ so from uh, first to 11 verses bhagwan gave a brief introduction to his yoga and vibhuti these are the two words bhagwan uses yoga means a thing in its own state vibhuti means its modification <laughs> so yoga also means microcosm individual vibhuti means total <coughs> macrocosm so bhagwan is converting the temporary bhakta temporary bhakta means now and then bhakta called temporary bhaktas whenever we are in trouble we become devotees he wants to convert that temporary bhakta to a virad bhakta so virad bhakta is the one never misses the lord whatever he does wherever he goes and even whether he is close his eyes or open his eyes he is never misses the presence of lord this conversion has to take place within us and this is the purpose of this vibhuti yoga both the 10th chapter and 11th chapter both are meant for this so from ekarupa bhakti that is one in particular form you take and meditate upon that particular form this is called ekarupa upasana then we graduate ourselves into aneka roopa upasana that is the virad swarupa of bhagwan this is an expansion of mind so when you think about one particular form mind gains concentration but then mind will not expand so unless the mind expand itself to embrace what is the goal to appreciate infinity <laughs> so the third level is appreciating the truth whose nature is brahman infinite attributeless formless nameless beyond all causation <laughs> so that state to appreciate what is necessary you need a particular type of mind a refined mind now how to achieve that these two levels of meditation is very important 
Therefore, in Gita, these two chapters are introduced for that purpose. Now, Bhagavan is explaining that he being the upadana karanam, that is material cause, so he himself is appearing as the world. So any form that you see, there is consciousness, there is sentiency, there is chaitanyam. Wherever that you see chaitanyam, there you cannot miss the Lord. So even if there is an insect, say little insect is there and you see it has got a life <laughs> and if you put your finger there it tries to escape from there it understands there is a danger and it tries to protect it run away from <laughs> you and all these are automatically happening it is all built in <laughs> mechanism so the nature has protected them certain built in intelligence is given there so where, because there is a struggle for preserving life there is for even for that insect also the life is very dear to that insect so all this miniature one also if you look at it there is life pulsating in that body so wherever there is a presence of life there is a presence of lord this is the vision of our rishis that is why in hinduism you see we worship everything <laughs> it is not that a particular form that we worship everything because all forms are his form therefore this vision is the reason why we have many gods many forms <laughs> even we worship tree we worship animals we worship uh, the even human form also all of them we worship because in everything what we see is the presence of life therefore this vision is what is conveyed through this 10th chapter vibhuti yoga <laughs> and once we are able to appreciate this then you don't have to make a pilgrimage you don't have to sit down in a corner and try to concentrate wherever even open eyes wherever you see whatever you see that becomes your point of meditation <laughs> Now, having said that, Arjuna now is requesting Bhagavan. First, he is praising Bhagavan in so many words: Param Brahma, Param Dhamma, Pavitram, Paramam Bhavan, Purusham, Shashudam, Divyam, Adi Deva, Majam, Vibhum. So, all these uh, attributes, Arjuna is praising Bhagavan, and finally, he is requesting him that please. So, you please explain to me what are your vibhutis, your divine power. Because if I want to meditate or appreciate or I should have a place where when I look at it, I should get inspired. Only then you will be able to oh, uh, meditate upon that Lord. See, in order to meditate upon, you should have some qualities, certain attributes, certain greatness, certain glories. So that's why even in Upanishad also, wherever they talk about Upasana, before the Upasana, 
that particular alamba alamba means the 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 object upon which you meditate so there are pratika upasana then pratima upasana is also there in our system pratima upasana means a particular form of lord that's pratima that is lord krishna lord vishnu lord shiva these are all pratima upasana then pratika upasana is there pratika means which doesn't have a particular form like salagrama or shivalinga it doesn't have a particular form but then we superimpose the presence of lord in that and then worship that lord this is called pratika upasana so any one of them you take <coughs> this upasana whenever they talk about upasana in upanishad also they glorify that particular pratika so what are the glories of that pratika and then that inspires the mind to do meditation in chandogya upanishad and the brahmana upanishad and all other upanishad whenever they talk about upasana they glorify that particular object so here also arjuna wants to know the i want to meditate upon you but the whole world i cannot uh, fathom in the sense i cannot imagine in my mind i can't bring it into my mind the entire creation <coughs> by the time one side i start another side is gone so like this it is very difficult to sit and meditate upon virat rupa <coughs> some pictures are all there you know in the in the 11th chapter you can see bhagwan vishnu and there are so many hands and so many heads and all that but then what happens you know even that is not possible for us to bring to our mind so where tell us that the vaktumarkhas sheshena divya atma divya divine form of yours vibhudeha yabir vibhudibir lokai imam tum vyapyatishtati by means of which you abide you pervade the whole creation this much we saw yesterday now let us see katham vidyamaham yogin Tvam sada parichintayan Keshu keshu cha bhaveshu Chintyosi bhagavan mayam Katham vidyamaham yogin tvam sada parichintayan How shall I ever meditate upon you <clears throat> know you so always how shall i know you even if i meditate upon you this question is always asked so people ask this question when i meditate sit in the meditation seat how do i know i realize now this is a question people ask <laughs> so how do i know i am realized how do i know i got there you know i reached there <laughs> better you don't know because the person knower has gone <laughs> see? see as long as the knower is there the ego is there then you never realize because <laughs> at the moment somebody has to record that particular point of realization that means what you are not realized that ego who has to mark that experience he has to go <laughs> so there is no question of you making a note of your point of realization that is not possible it is something like 
Now today when you go to sleep, what time you slept really? You just make a note. Tell me tomorrow. What is the time, exact time you went to sleep? The moment you sleep, you are not there, right? <laughs> How can you make a note of it? It is not possible. You can go say that I went to bed <laughs> certain time. But when did you sleep that you cannot say? Because the sleeper, the person who is sleeping, the person, that person disappears totally, completely gone. The same way here also the meditator totally disappears. He is no more a meditator. What is there? He himself is there. Aham, 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 aham. So this Arjuna's question is how do I know that meditating upon you, how do I know you? So in what object am I to meditate upon you? Keshu Keshu Chabaveshu Chintyosi Bhagavan Maya. So, there are, like I was telling you in the first day, Bhagavan's avatara is there, so many avataras are there, and all avataras you cannot meditate. <laughs> so, like Mohini avatara, you cannot meditate. So, so, it is to moha, it is to delude people only, Bhagavan has taken that form. And if you are already in delusion, you meditate upon that, you will go deeper into delusion, isn't it? So that cannot be meditated upon. Like now there is a cobra is there. Now this is also Bhagavan Surupa only, but you can't meditate upon a cobra, you see. So as you meditate, so you become, you know, you be careful. So you cannot, you can keep the cobra little far away from you. That intelligence also Bhagavan has given. <coughs> So this question here is Keshu Keshu Chabhaveshu Chindyosi Bhagavan Maya. So what are the form in which I should meditate? So that that particular form should inspire me. That is the idea. Now, there are so many forms are there, but what are those forms that inspire me to meditate upon you? So this is the question. <laughs> Continuing, Vistare Natmano Yogam Viputim Jajanardana Bhuyakathayatriptirhi Shunvato Nasti Mebrutam Now don't give me a brief account. See, in 7th chapter Bhagavan gave two verses, uh, the, the whole vibhuti actually. <laughs> so, don't give me very briefly. I want vistarena, elaborately. Ah, see, Bhakta also demands Bhagavan, see. <laughs> When you have that intimacy, then what happens? You can demand certain things, you can take certain advantage. So here Arjuna is taking that advantage. Vistare Natmano Yogam Vibhutimcha Janardana, both yoga and vibhuti. So I explained to you already what is yoga and what is vibhuti. Both, please explain to me in detail. Bhuyaha Khadaya Triptarhi. Now that's why. Bhagavan must have thought that I already explained to you in 7th chapter. 9th <clears throat> chapter also I gave you a brief account. 
Why are you asking me again? That's why Arjuna is saying, no, we are again. It is not that I have forgotten. So, so sometimes the teacher thinks, from the question of the student, teacher thinks that whatever I said or I taught, the student has forgotten. That is why he is asking this question. So Arjuna making sure that, no, 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 I have not forgotten, but I am asking you again, so that I will be able to listen to you elaborately about your vibhuti. Why? Because kathaya triptirhi sunnato nasti me mritam. Because I am not contented, I am not completely satisfied, triptirhi. <coughs> Listening to a brief account of your vibhuti, I am not satisfied. Because your words are like amrutam, which is like nectar. So I want to drink that again and again. So one little small no, dose is not enough. I am not satisfied with that. I want to enjoy it more and more listening to the glory of yours. So this is Tuptihi. I am not the that nectar of thy words, the words coming out of you, they are like nectar. I am not satisfied completely listening to a brief account. Therefore, please explain to me in detail. Now, Arjuna stopped here. So, Arjuna's question, only in this chapter you see many verses. <laughs> All other chapters you get only one verse, maximum two verses. But here you see so many verses are there. <clears throat> now Bhagavan is answering Arjuna. Shri Bhagavan Vacha Hantate Kathayashyami Divyakhyatma Vibhutayaha Prathanyatakurusreshta Nastyanto Vistarasyame Hanta. So Bhagavan starts with the word Hanta. Hanta is an expression of wonder. Alas. Sometimes it is used as a despair also. <laughs> so, why? Because Bhagavan looking at his glories and it is so vast that how do you explain it? See, even if you want to explain the glories of Bhagavan in one planet, that is Earth, that itself is so voluminous. <laughs> That's why there is one uh, Pushpadanta who wrote Shiva Mahimna Stotram. He says, O Lord, your Mahima is such that even if Saraswati writes using the earth as the paper and the ocean as the ink, <laughs> And if she keep on writing your glory, it will never end. 
because by the time you complete, let us say, earth, then another planets, their glories, their this thing, then afterwards what happened? One solar system, they say now systems are being dist uh, completely destroyed and new new systems are being formed. That this is what our astrologers have, astronomers, they have observed that. Now these, even the systems are changing. So one time, one portion you start explaining, another portion new things have come. Like this, when you think about the glory of this creation, see our scientists were not able to discover completely everything about this creation. This earth itself, they are not able to explore everything. So the two phenomenon in this world, they are still wonder. <laughs> what is that? One is death. <laughs> death is a wonder because and again the sentiency, the consciousness in us, that touch of life in us, scientists is a challenge. Even today it is a challenge for them. What is it? How it is functioning? How it is maintaining? Even that is a wonder for them. So, these, the, there are so many things in this creation, it is a question mark and if that is the case, you, you think about the whole entire creation, you think about it, how will be able to explain. So, when Bhagawan thought about it, he says, Hanta, <laughs> alas, how can I explain to you? Te kathayishyami divya hi atma vibhuteha. But I shall tell you, my divine glories, vibhutis, prathanyataha. So, those which are important, prathanyataha. He kurusheshta. Kurusheshta means the one who is the best among kuru family. Nastyanto vistarasyame. <clears throat> there is no end to the detailed account of my glories. So, like the, can the ocean enumerate all the waves? Is it possible? So, it is something like that. Bhagavan's glory, it is impossible to enumerate <coughs> in words. So, this is, see, even in this creation, look at this. So many things we think that we know, but then what happened? At that particular time, with available data, we conclude that this is it. Then afterwards, another ten years later, some more data will be coming. Then the same thing is defeated, same theory is defeated. So, we, we cannot say, ultimately, this is what... There's <laughs> something that the scientists talk about. The TOE. To, to philosophy or something like that. So, truth of all. <laughs> See, they want to know the truth of all. What is that one thing knowing which this question is asked in Upanishad also. Uh, what is that one thing knowing which everything is known? <laughs> this was the question asked in Upanishads. So, having known which everything is as well known. What is that? This is what scientists also inquiring but they are not able to come to the final conclusion. <laughs> Even quantum theories also, they are 
not able to discern certain things especially when they hit the the consciousness level <laughs> they are not able to make out what is it scientifically <laughs> scientifically means what they have to find out something that is objectified they have to objectify only then they will be able to say this is it so consciousness is the subject that you cannot objectify therefore they are not able to come to a conclusion <laughs> anyway so hey kurushtesta i will tell you those which are important prathanyataha hey kurushtesta nastyanto vistarasya me because there is no end to the glories of bhagwan ha among those which are striking among those which are important i shall enumerate now bhagwan before entering into the vibhuti part of it he is going to tell us the the very subjective nature of bhagwan's present in us so ahamatma gudakesha ಅಹಮಾತ್ಮಾಶ a sambodhana of arjuna gudaka isha gudaka means nidra tasyaha isha gudakeshah jita nidra so the one who has conquered sleep kal gudakesha somebody translated in some some geeta translation i read good means what good you know good jagari isha means what merchant <coughs> so gudakesha <coughs> means merchant of jagari how is that and it is not the meaning okay gudaka means sleep see arjuna was the greatest archer in order to master the archery sometime you have to give up anything if you want to master you have to give up certain comforts in life so sleep is one of the comfort so that's why the vidyat kutaha sukhartina kuto vidya ವಿದ್ಯಾರ್ಥಿನ ಕುತಃ ಸುಖಂ ಸೊ ಎ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ಸೀಕಿಂಗ್ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಹೀ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಕಂಫರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಎ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ಸೀಕಿಂಗ್ ಕಂಫರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಹಿ ವಿಲ್ ನಾಟ್ ಗೆಟ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸೊ ಹಿಯರ್ ಅರ್ಜುನ ವಾಸ್ ಅನದರ್ ನೇಮ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಸವ್ಯ ಸಾಚಿ ಸವ್ಯ ಸಾಚಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ವೀಲ್ಡ್ ಬೋ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆರೋ with both hands efficiently uh, right hand 
left hand also efficiently. That much practice he must have done. So naturally he has to give up sleep, otherwise he will not be. So, hey Gudakesha, Bhagavan is addressing Arjuna, hey Gudakesha, Aham Atma Sarva Bhutasayasthitaha. Aham Atma, I am the Atma means self in all. I am the touch of life in every living being. Sarva Bhutasayasthitaha. All living being in this creation. Not only that, human being, but any, even from the unicellular organism to the most evolved, that is Brahmaji, the creator. So, all of them, Bhagavan says, I reside in all of them. Ahamatischa madhyamcha bhutanam anta evacha. Adi means past. Madhya means present, Bhutam means later, future. So, what was there before, what is there now in front of you, what will be there later, all of them, it is I who reside in every one of us. So this appreciation, if we get it, you see, then there is no question of hatredness, there is no question of jealousy, there is no question of rivalry. All these things are meaningless, isn't it? Because who are you fighting with? <laughs> that person with whom you are fighting with, he himself, Bhagavan is residing. So if this is there, if this awareness is there, what will happen? Even your enemy, it is not that you have to go and embrace him, but at least you will not have that much of hatredness. <laughs> the intensity of hatredness will go because now when that insight comes to you, eh, in him also Bhagwan is there. So what will happen? You will address that Bhagwan in him, saying that, Oh Lord, you are residing in him. Usko jara acha buddhi de do. <laughs> that will be your prayer, isn't it? Instead of hating that person, that you, you want that person to convert, <laughs> change himself so that he will not hate me. This, this should be the attitude. So you see, Bhagavan, this is true, Bhagavan himself is required. So, I am the... <coughs> Now, this is something one cannot meditate, see. Sarva Bhuta Sestitaha, I am residing in everyone's heart. Now, in Upanishads, there is a beautiful discussion. <coughs> that generally we think that, so brain, so intellect is situated in the brain, that is understood. Where does the mind exist? 
that is still not decided by the scientist. <laughs> they think that mind is a part of the brain, but it is not. According to our Shastra, the mind is situated in our pumping heart. <coughs> According to Upanishads, okay. Our pumping heart, it's not that spiritual heart, imagined heart, no. It is our real heart, <laughs> pumping heart. That is where the mind is situated. Okay. Now, where is Paramatma <coughs> situated? The Lord is also situated in the heart. Now, in the heart means what? See, where does consciousness reflect? What is the reflecting media of consciousness? The reflecting media of consciousness is mind, isn't it? And that mind is situated where? In the heart. So, the heart of yours is where the presence of Lord is seen. So, if you want to meditate upon it, what you have to imagine your heart, imagine your mind, imagine between the lap and top there is a gap. <laughs> and in that gap only Bhagwan is there. <laughs> if that gap increases, <laughs> Bhagwan decides to leave. <laughs> you know, in, in, in movies and all, you see, this VKG shows up and up. And then suddenly it shows one straight line. <laughs> And he is gone. <laughs> so, Ahamatma Gudakesha Sarva Bhuta Shestitaha Ahamadischa Madhyamcha Bhuta Nam Anta Evacha. So, this is the truth. To Bhagavan first, the subjectively, where does he exist? The address of Bhagavan is given to us. <laughs> ah, where you should look for him? <laughs> the most simple place where you should look, there we miss. Ah? <laughs> where you should not look, that is where we are looking. Our Gurudev used to give us a very beautiful example. One said, Ji, he was going from Delhi to Madras to buy saris, you know, the silk saris, Kanjibaram saris, for his only one daughter's wedding. And he carried definitely cash. And a thief also discovered this search is going, so he'll be carrying cash, so this is a good opportunity to steal from him. So he also invested some money and bought a first class ticket. Both of them, they were in a, they, you know, in Indian railways there's something called coupe. Coupe means the two, two passengers. <laughs> so, this Sajji 
got in and this man also coated booted well dressed and all that he also brought his suitcase and kept and said he asked who are you what is your name and where are you going he said i am going to uh, madras and uh, what is the purpose of your visit i am a businessman i am going there like that he just introduced himself so said he was going to sleep afterwards after some time he has to the night time came that they had to sleep so said he was sleeping he was about to sleep at that time he took out the money and then he counted then he kept it then he went to the bathroom and came then he lay down and slept this uh, thief also went to the bathroom and he also slept and in the middle of the night he got up and he started searching for the money <laughs> where did he hide the money <laughs> so search his suitcase because you can't you know, real the professional thief lock is not a problem he can open any lock so he open the lock and open the suitcase he search for the money it is not there then he thought that maybe somewhere <laughs> Ah, he must be hiding. Then he went to the bathroom. Maybe he must have kept there. So there also he went and looked. It is not there. The whole night he searched for it. He could not get it. So tired he slept. He got up late. By the time Sergey got up, he went to the bathroom, brushed his teeth, and all that. He ordered ordered a cup of tea. And this man also finally got up. he went to the bathroom he came came he saw the sergey is counting the money are <laughs> what is this <laughs> and the second day also same thing happened this time second night only one more night is there so those days there are two nights for nowadays faster trains are there <laughs> so second night he said okay one more night is there i will definitely find out where it is so this time he became very bold <laughs> he searched the sergey's pocket also <laughs> even though he was sleeping he became bold and he rolled him over and seeing that whether he is sleeping over it <laughs> sometime they lie down on it you know something so he moved him rolled him all those things he did gave him bold no still he could not get it next day morning again same thing happened he was counting the money in front of him. this time the thief could not control himself because he said uh, he said see aapko mante you know he said i really respect you what is that he said i want to know i am a thief for the last so many years and nobody has cheated me like this he felt cheated he said <laughs> what is your secret how did you where did you hide the money that so that i could not get it get my hand on it so he said first day when i asked you a few question i understood you are not a businessman <laughs> then i understood you must have come to steal my money <laughs> so i hid in a place where you least suspect where is that that is what i want to know is it under your pillow he said <laughs> so this is what bhagwan has done 
where we never express, uh, ex, you know, suspect, that is where Bhagavan is hiding. <laughs> where? In your own heart. <laughs> this is where we are searching for Him all over the world, isn't it? <laughs> but where He is, He is the very searcher, He is the very seeker, that is Bhagavan. Now having said that, now Bhagavan is going to enumerate the Viputis. Aditya Namaham Vishnuhu Jyotisham Raviram Shuman Marichir Marutamasmi Kshatranamaham Shashi Adityanam Aham Vishnu There are twelve Adityas. Aditya, the name came because all Devatas are born of Atiti. So Atiti is Putra. So therefore, Adityas. So all Devatas are Adityas. Actually, you can say Aditya because they are born of Atiti. So here Aditya means sun. There are twelve sun representing twelve months. Bhagavan also says, I am also Aditya because Aham Vishnu, Vishnu, one of the name of Aditya is here also Vishnu. Vishnu here means Bhagavan says, I am also Aditya because he was born to Aditi and in order to help Indra, he became Vamana. So Vamana Avatara time, he was born to Aditi and Kashyapa. So therefore, he is also Aditya. <laughs> so there, hence, he says, among twelve Adityas, I am Vishnu. <laughs> then it must be midsummer. Vishnu is a mid midsummer sun. Jyotisham Ravi Ramshuman. So Jyotisham means the Adityanam Aham Vishnu. Jyotisham among luminaries. Jyotir, uh, Revi Amshuman. Revi. Revi means sun. So among the luminaries, I am the sun. <laughs> among the... Uh, see, Surya Namaskar also, there are twelve names of Surya is there, you see. Same way here also. Adityanam Aham Vishnu. So here you can calculate twelve months. Among the twelve months, Midsummer month is Vishnu, that is myself. Jyotisham Reviram Shuman, among the luminaries, I am sun. Marichir Maruta Masmi. It is said there are 49 Marut, wind gods. 49 types of winds are there. Among that, Marichi. Marichi means a soft blowing wind. It is not hurricane, it is not tornado, nothing like that. This is a soft breeze. 
So, and with, with uh, wafting with fragrance. <laughs> so, that kind of a wind is called Marichi. And that, everybody will welcome that. So, so especially nowadays you can see the, the fall is coming. So, you can get that soft breeze. So, that is Marichi. Among Marut. <laughs> I am Marichi. Among Marut. All the wind gods. Nakshatranam aham shashi. Among the stars, I am the moon. Actually, it looks like, you know, it's a contradiction. So, moon is not a star. But when you look at a full moon night, what do you see? Prakrishta prakashaha chandraha. So, there are millions of stars are there. Among the stars, the moon is bright, brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> so this example is given from the onlooker standpoint, not from the actuality. So if you analyze it, because the moon is not a star, it is a satellite. It doesn't have its own lumin the shining, etc. The capacity to shine, it's not, it is a reflected light. But that is not the point here. When you look at the full moon night, then you see what? All thousands of stars are illumining, but most brilliant and prominent is the moon. So therefore, that example is used. Nakshatranam aham shashi. Among the, the nakshatra stars, I am shashi moon. Okay. That Vedanam Sama Vedosmi Vedanam Sama Vedosmi Indriyanam Anaschasmi Bhutanam Asmi Chetanam Among Vedas, Rikveda, Jurveda, Atharvana Veda, I am Samaveda. Why say Samaveda is musical? Therefore, Bhagavan says, I am Samaveda. Among Vedas, I am Samaveda. Devanam Asmi Vasavaha. See, Deva means gods. Here, the gods, see, first god is G capital God. That is Paramatma associated, Brahman associated Maya is Ishwara. <coughs> that Ishwara has the power, Srishti Stiti Layakarta. That Bhagavan is supreme power. But then other God, the G, not capital, small G, those gods are human beings, they are all human souls but exalted soul. They have done punyas and as a result of their punya merit, they have given certain position and they are called God. And the moment their punya is over, they come back to earth. So, Chine Punya Matilogam Vishanti, we saw that ninth chapter. So, these people are given according to their punya, their certain status, they are called gods. 
and there are 33 main gods are there and the population there is 33 crores devatas 33 crores of devatas are there uh, and among those the chief that is the king of god is vasavaha vasavaha here mean indra so we are calling him all the time vasava it's not correct vasava indra Indriyanam Manaschasmi Among Indriyas Among senses All senses I am mind Because without mind See each Indriyas is focused on particular aspect of perception Eyes can see only color and form Ears can experience only sound so too, the nose, tongue, skin, they are all limited. But unless there is a faculty in us which coordinate all the five, you will not have a complete experience. But when you are looking at a form, then what is that? You are looking at the form, color. And suppose that person is wearing some perfume, you are smelling also. Isn't it? Then suppose he speaks something, you are hearing also. So, and you go and touch that person, you can experience the touch also. So, all these things are to be coordinated. That's why children, when they are growing up, you see, the little kids, they are in that, what you call, the cradle. And uh, you, you put one, what is that, something, they hang there. And the sound that comes. And the child gets confused from where the sound is coming. So, coordination is not there still. So slowly, slowly they coordinate. The sound is coming from here. So this is this sound. This is that sound. Like this, they slowly coordinate. So this child is disoriented immediately. The mind is still not developed. So slowly, slowly they develop and then they will understand. <coughs> so the same way, unless the mind is behind all the senses, no experience is possible. <coughs> you know that. You are listening to me, but if your mind is somewhere, you don't know what I said. <laughs> and in between, if I tell a joke, you miss it. <laughs> and you ask the neighbor, hey, what did he say? <laughs> so, Indriyanam Manaschasmi Bhutanam Asmi Chetana And I am the Chaitanyam, the sentiency in all living beings. All living being, Bhutanam. So, in all living being, I am the life. <laughs> Bhutanam asmi chetana, chaitanyam. See, what makes you auspicious is that chaitanyam. The moment that chaitanyam leaves us, we become what? Inauspicious. So as long as Shiva, auspicious, is there, we are oh, holy, holy, holy. <laughs> the moment that Shiva is gone, we become Shava and we become inauspicious. Even somebody touches you, they have to take a bath. Nowadays people don't want to take a bath, so they spray this Gangajan. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
स्नान नहीं करते लोग ऑल शॉर्टकट मेथड वी हैव फाउंड आउट एनीवे सो वेदानाम सामवेदोस्मी देवानाम अस्मी वासवह इंद्रियानाम अनश्चास्मी भूतानाम अस्मी चेतना लाइफ पल्सेटिंग इन अस कंटिन्यूइंग रुद्राणाम शंकरस्चास्मी वित्तेशो यक्षरक्षसाम वसूनाम पावकस्चास्मी मेरुष्चिखरिनामहम रुद्राणाम शंकरस्चास्मी रुद्रा देखा एकादश रुद्रास आर देर लेवन रुद्रास एंड एमंग दम शंकरा रुद्रमेंट रुदम दुखम द्रावयति इति रुद्रा द वन हु रिमूव्स योर दुखम रुदम दुखम द्रावयति इति रुद्रा one who removes your dukkham is called rudra and that is why rudra rudra suktam is considered very auspicious most purifying and it removes all your papas also papas are the reason for your crying dukkham so all our dukkham is because of our papas that's why in uh, Pradharanya Upanishad, it is said, all sickness come to us because of our prarabdha. When we are sick, we should think that, we should have an attitude that this is a tapas. <laughs> if you have that attitude and go through your sickness as a tapas, then what happens? As a result of your attitude, you get punya also. Very <laughs> If you consider that, why me? <laughs> why not my neighbor? Why everything is coming to me only? Like this, if you start cursing and suffering, then what happens? <laughs> you will suffer more. There is no punya also. Whereas, if you have this attitude, this is a tapas. I am going through this. I am. Let me go through this cheerfully. You go. Anyway, you have to go through. You can't help it. <laughs> cheerfully go through. Like egadisi urdam. <laughs> no, when you have. Egadisi Vrdham, what happened? You don't complain. Why today I am not getting food? You don't say that. <laughs> because you go through it deliberately. Happily you go through that fasting. See, fasting and starving, both are same, isn't it? But there is a difference. A starving man, what? He suffers. A fasting person, she doesn't suffer because she is doing for a purpose, isn't it? But in fact, effect-wise, both are same. But attitudinal, attitude-wise, there is a difference. So, Rudranam Shankarashchasmi. So, I am Shankaraha. Shankara means Shankaruti, the Shankaraha. The one who bestows you with auspiciousness. He is called Shankaraha. <coughs> वित्तेशो यक्षरक्षसाम 
Yaksha of Yakshas and demons, I am Kubera, the Lord of Wealth. See, Kubera. So that's why Lakshmi Kubera Puja is there, see, in Diwali time. This uh, Badrinath, there is one Kubera's place. So once I took one uh, group of people, chose Chardham Yatra. And one person came and gave me a gold coin. I thought he was giving me for my yatra. No. He gave it to me. He said, Swamiji, you should keep it in the hand of Kubera there. And bring it back to me. So their belief is that if you keep that coin, you will, your money will multiply. So whatever it is, Kubera. But we are not telling that money is not required, money is required. But that Ishwara is Kuberha, that Kubera also Bhagavan. So Bhagavan says, I am that Kubera. <laughs> the description of Kubera in our Shastra is very interesting. <laughs> Actually, Kubera's uh, form is most ugly person is. <laughs> Eight tools are there, crooked, protruded, big stomach, and he has got three legs. That is a picture of the Kubera. That's what happens if you are filthy rich. <laughs> you may be looking handsome, but mind will be crooked. Vittesho Yacharachasam Vasunam Pavakaschasmi Ashtavasus So Ashtadik Palakas, they are called Ashtavasus. So I am the purifying fire. One of the Vasus, Ashtavasus is fire. So fire is very purifying. So, whenever we have, even the clothes are dirty or smelling, you put it out in the sunlight, it will, the heat will remove all that. That's why fire has got this ability to purify. That's why Gurudev used to humorously say, India, we have a sanitary inspector. That is sun. Sun God is our sanitary inspector. That's why you throw the banana peel also outside. <laughs> Doesn't matter because after two days it will completely dried up and it is burnt up by our heat. <laughs> Whereas in the cold countries, if you throw banana peel outside, it will stay there for six months. It will never get rotten. That is why all those garbage bag and garbage disposal, all those tissues are all there in the cold countries. But tropical countries like ours, we don't have this problem. <coughs> that is what all garbages are collected there. <coughs> I think Sun God is not working now, I think. Vittesho yacharachasa vasunam pavakaschasmi punati pavayati idi pavakaha So pavakas definition is punati pavayati idi pavakaha Great purifier. So he is the one purifies everything. Hmm. 
ಅವಗಚ್ಚಾಸ್ಮಿ ಮೇರು ಶಿಖರಿಣಾಮಹಂ ಸೊ ಎಮಂಗ್ ಮೌಂಟೈನ್ಸ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಮೇರು ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಅ ಮೈಥಾಲಜಿಕಲ್ ಮೌಂಟೈನ್ ಮೇರು ಬಟ್ ದ ಸೇ ಮೇರು ಈಸ್ ದೇರ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ನಾರ್ತ್ ಪೋರ್ಟ್ so the description in our puranas about meru is where the sun goes round this uh, mountain so in in north pole also sun doesn't set six months it it is always there six months so there are people who make pilgrimage to north pole have this meru darshanam and they come back they say in lifetime you have to do that one swami was there he went meru darshanam karke gaya so must be possible so even in in yoga shastra our spinal cord is also called meru dand so polar region <coughs> is called this meru so meruhu shikharinamaham among mountains i am meru okay continuing ಪುರೋತಸಾಂಚಮುಖ್ಯಂಹಂ ಸ್ಕಂದ ಸರಸಾಮಸ್ಮಿ ಸಾಗರ ಪುರೋದಸಾಂಚಮುಖ್ಯಂಹಿತಮಂಗ್ ರಾಜಗುರೂಸ್ ಅಯಾಂ ಬೃಹಸ್ಪತಿ ಪುರೋದಸಾಂಚಮುಖ್ಯಂಥ ಬೃಹಸ್ಪತಿ ಪಾರ್ಥ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಅಯಾಂ ಬೃಹಸ್ಪತಿ ಬೃಹಸ್ಪತಿ ಇಸ್ ದ ಗುರು ಆಫ್ ದಿ ದೇವತಾಸ್ ಸೊ ಎಮಂಗ್ ಪುರೋಹಿತಾಸ್ ರಾಜಗುರೂಸ್ i am the famous brihaspati then senani nam aham skanda among devasenas so the army of devas the chief of the senapati that is senapati the senapati is skanda in south we call it as brahmanya muruga all that skanda means come out so he was born out of the third eye bhagwan's third eye opened the fire came out of that and that fire was consumed taken by gangaji then it was given to sharavana lakes there it appeared and then it became six children then they put it together it became one with six heads 12 12 hands now that that is bhagwan so it's born of agni agni means knowledge so that's why brahmanya is jnanasrupaha and he was born because of asura taraka asura he had this boon that only a son born to shiva can kill him so he took charge of these 
Devasena and killed Tarakasura. That's called Sena Ninam Aham Skandahan. Sarasa must be Sagaraha among lakes. I am sea, I am the sea. Now, Sagara also very, very important because there's a story about how Sagara came into existence. So in, in Puranas, different, different uh, Puranas, especially in Valmiki Ramayana, very elaborately the story is given. When Rama and Lakshmana and Vishwamitra, they were walking, they were going to Janakpuri. On the way they had to cross Gangaji. At that time Ramchandraji asked the Gangavatara story. How this Ganga came down to earth, as though Ramchandraji doesn't know, but he is asking. So Vishwamitra, gives a great, great account, detailed account of Gangavatara story. There was a king whose name was Sagara. He had 60,000 children. Now don't ask question, how many, how is it possible? It was story, heavy, Purana story. Those days maybe it was possible, I don't know. But anyway, 60,000 children were there. To one wife. Another wife, he had only one son, that is Asamanjaya. His name was Asamanjaya. In India, Asamanjaya, Asamanjaya, Matlab, confusion. Tamil also, this word like that. So, Asamanjaya was the another son. So, this Sagara king thought of performing Ashwamedha Yaga. And when you perform hundred Ashwamedha, you become qualified to become king of heaven. Indra doesn't like it. So his position is threatened. So what he did, he stole the horse from the Etnishala and disappeared. Immediately the king ordered his sons go and chase because the Ritvik who is performing the Yaga, they told King that Indra is the one who has stolen your, your horse. You should retrieve it. So the sons went in search of him. Suddenly, the Indra disappeared into earth. So the sons thought that we should dig up the earth. They dug up the earth. 60,000 people, mighty, powerful youngsters digging up. They dug up. Finally, this Indra thought that I cannot escape. So he left the horse in front of Kapila Muni's ashram. And Kapila Muni was in the Patala. <laughs> and when they went and saw the horse is tied up, in front of the Rishi. They got so really angry with the Rishi. He thought the Rishi is the thief. And they started shouting, yelling, how, what a thief you are after stealing our horse, you are sitting in meditation. How dare you? 
they started shouting, Ha! And Apilamuni opened his eyes. Fire came out of his eyes and all these boys burned to ashes. Now the father waiting for the horse. <laughs> no news about the children also. What happened to them? So he sent his other son who is saved, Asamanjaya. He went in search of them and finally found out there, this uh, Rishi sitting there, Kabilamuni. So he asked him and he said, these boys came and threatened me that he saw the horse, he knew that there must be some story behind it. So the Kabilamuni said, because of their papa, they got burnt. Now to give them salvation or gati, because Brahmana Shapam is considered the worst, it is said. So, if you get Shapam, then what happens? The soul will not get gati. Uh, it is a it's very difficult life for them afterwards. And because of that, their coming generation also will not have happy life. So therefore, they have to get released from this curse. So he asked, what, what is the remedy? He said, you bring Gangaji. And Gangaji is not in the earth, it is in the heavens. You have to bring her down. <clears throat> and Amshuman came back and Asamanjaya uh, informed his father and father tried to bring Gangaji down. It, he could not succeed. Then he handed over to his son. Son also did not succeed. And he handed over the problem to his son. He also did not succeed. Then finally Bhagiratha came. He was successful. He first meditated upon Brahmaji, asked for extension of lifespan because you don't know how long it will take to propitiate this Gangaji. So he was granted. Then he meditated upon Gangaji. Gangaji appeared and she put two conditions. I am ready to come. But one problem is my force is so much that the earth will not be able to stand it. She will go down. My force is so much, she won't be able to. So find out somebody who can receive me. So Bhagiratha asked, do you have any suggestion? Because I can't find anybody. So he said, why don't you try Lord Shiva? So she suggested Lord Shiva. Okay. Then what is the second condition? Second condition was when I flow in the earth, all the papis will come and take bath in me. All their papas, they will give it to me. So I become dirty. Carrier of papas. How will I purify myself? Ah. So, this, the Bhagiratha thought for a while, the Mahatma Jeevan Mukta Purushas, when they come and take bath in you, you get purified. Because they have in their heart Hari residing in their heart. 
So you are you have the purifying effect because you have come from the feet of Lord Vishnu. Therefore, you have the purifying effect. But those people, heart is Lord is residing in their heart. Naturally, you get purified. Satisfied, Gangaji decided, yes, I will come down. Now we have to propitiate. Begirdas, think about it. Yes, to propitiate. Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva appeared before him and he said, Yes, what do you want? Because he is always in a hurry, Lord Shiva. What do you want? He said, You have to receive Gangaji. Okay. And he went away. Now you have to fix appointment with two people. It's very difficult. Gangaji said, When you can come? He said, I am ready to come any day. What? Ask him when is he free. So Lord Shiva said, you see, Sunday, Monday, my devotees worship me, Abhishekam and all that. It's very difficult. Then Tuesday is Ramchandraji, my Lord's birthday, so I will not be free. Wednesday is Vishnu day, that also not possible. And Thursday is Guru day, that also not the Chinamurti, you know, my devotees come worship me. Then Friday is my Parvati's day, so I cannot say no. <coughs> she will get angry. How come you are not here? <coughs> then Saturday, he said, okay. Saturday afternoon, 4.30. So fixed. <coughs> then Gangaji was coming down. <coughs> Bhagavan absorbed her in his Jada. And he disappeared. Now Bhagiratha's problem is not over. Gaji <laughs> came down, but then what? Is again gone? Again he meditated upon Bhagavan. Bhagavan appeared. Now what do you want? Bhagavan, please release Gangaji. So Bhagavan released Gangaji. <laughs> then he was guiding her. At that time, a Rishi was doing tapas, Jannu Rishi. She disturbed him. He opened his eyes, he swallowed her. They all gone. Again, problem. Then again, somehow, he made that Rishi appreciate the cause. So he released her through his ears. Then, without much of a problem, he was able to lead her to his ancestors in Patala. During the process, whatever the earth was dug up, Gangaji filled up. <laughs> and that is called Sagara. Ah, the origin is what? Sagaras. Sagaras children. So Sagaras, Sagara. So that's why ocean is called Sagara. <laughs> And the ancestors were released of their papas, they all raised to heaven. So that is called Sagaraha. So Gangavatara story in brief I told you. Maharshi Nambrugurakam Maksharam 
Among Maharshis, I am Brugu. Among the Saptarshis, I am Brugu. Saptarshis also, there are so many sets of Saptarshis are there. It is only not one set. See, Indra also changes his position, you see. You see, one Indra comes, he rule over certain time, period of time, then his term is over, another Indra comes. Same way Manu also, one Manu comes, and he rule over the world for some time, then he changes. So during that time what happened? They changed the cabinet <laughs> in their rule. So that is why you see different sets of Maharshi, Saptarshis you see. <laughs> so one Mannantara, one set of the Saptarshis. Then another Mannantara, another set of Saptarshis you will hear. So there are two versions. When Indra takes over, he changes the Saptarshis. And or Manu take over, he changes the Saptarshis like that. There are two versions. So whatever it is, there is change. That's why you see different names. So what of the set? Brugu is one of the Saptarshis. Brugu was very famous because he was selected to test among the three trinities who is the best. So he went to Shivaloka. Shiva and Parvati was doing dance at that time. So they did not receiving properly. So Bhrigu got upset. He went away. Then he went to Brahmaloka, his own father. Father was busy creation. So he also neglected. He got angry. Both places he was rejected. Then he went to Vaikuntha and he saw Bhagavan Vishnu is lying down. He got angry. He went and kicked him <laughs> in the chest. Bhagavan immediately got up and started massaging the feet of Bhrugu Maharshi. Oh Bhagavan, my chest is so hard, your feet is so tender. <coughs> Must be paining, painful to you. And then Bhrugu declared, Vishnu Bhagavan is the highest, the sattvic person. And Bhagavan kept that mark of Bhrugu on his chest as a respect to Rishis. To that Maharshi Nam Bhruguraham, the extension of the story is that Lakshmi got angry. Uh, how dare he come and kick my husband and look at my husband. Instead of punishing him, he is going and massaging his feet. What is this? I don't want to stay in a place like this. She left Vaikuntha. Then what? Vaikuntha without Lakshmi, how is it possible? Then Bhagavan had to go in search of her. He came down to earth. That is called Venkateshwara story, okay? Bhruguraham <laughs> giram asmega maksharam Among monosyllables, among utterances, 
I am the Unkara Ekamaksharam Ekaksharam Ekaksharam Brahma is Unkara So among syllables, monosyllables, among utterances, the most powerful word or name is Unkara. So one whole Upanishad 12 mantras are spent to explain what is the meaning of Omkara. Mandukya Upanishad <coughs> is talking about Omkara. I'm not going to explain Omkara now. If I start that, I won't be able to finish 10th chapter. <laughs> Simple meaning, Omkara is, suppose the Lord's nature we know now, right? He has got attributeless nature, Nirvikarasarupa, and Lord with attributes, Savikara Sarupa. Nirvikara and Savikara. Narguna and Saguna. With attributes, without attributes. With form, without form. Both are there. Now you have to name that Lord which should be appropriate to his nature. Name should be appropriate to the nature of that person, isn't it? Otherwise, the name has no meaning. A squint-eyed person, you, you give name, Pangajakshi. What is this? Lotus-eyed. <coughs> so, name should be appropriate to the person. So, here also, Bhagavan's nature is, one is Saguna, another is Narguna. So, the Rishis were thinking how to name the Lord, which is appropriate to his nature. They found out Omkara is the right one. Why? Because it has got both Saguna and Narguna both. So, Omkara Shabda is constitute of three letters, Akara, Ukara, Makara. A U Ma. Akara stands for waking. Ukara stands for dream. Makara stands for deep sleep. This is Saguna Brahma, Lord with attributes. Then there is a fourth state called silence, called Turiya state. The silent state is uh, Narguna state of Bhagavan. So, Unkara Shabda indicates both Saguna and Narguna aspect of Bhagavan. <coughs> Therefore, Bhagavan says, Giram Asmega Maksharam Yetnyanam Jabayatnyosmi Stavaranam Himalayaha. Among the immobile objects, 
I am Himalaya. Bhagwan, like among mountains, is it Meru? Here it is. Sthavaranam, he says. So, immobile objects. He is Himalayas. So, Himalayas is the right word, okay, not Himalayas. They say Himalayas. Himalayas. Hima means the snow. Alaya means house. House of snow. Yetnyanam Japayatnyosmi. This is a very beautiful topic. What is Japa? What is Japayatnya? What are the significance of Japa? How to do Japa? What is the power of Japa? All these things you should know. We shall discuss that tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamadachade Purnasya Purnamada Yaf Purnameva Vasishyate Om Shanti 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 Harivom Sri Guru Pyo Namaha Harivom